0: Are you in the camp that says, I prefer to live my life now with all its benefits, or are you a person that delays gratification for a future reward? Listen to this. If you put the same amount of money in a traditional IRA and the same amount in a Roth IRA at the same time and receive the same return, you would have the exact same amount at retirement, right? Sure, that's correct. But what's very different is when you withdraw that money at retirement. Keep listening and Dave will share how one IRA will net you an additional $300,000. Good day
1: and welcome to the Save Like Dave podcast, where we are on a mission to help you save and win with your money on almost any income level. Dave retired at 55, traveled the world, and lived abundantly, all while making well under $50,000 a year his entire career. Now it's your turn. Let's take your financial dreams to the
0: next level. Today, Dave's going to give a real-life practical example between a Roth IRA and a traditional IRA. As you may have heard in some of our other episodes, Dave is a big proponent of Roth IRAs. And now you're going to see the numbers. You're going to see exactly why he is such a fan of this investment vehicle. So Dave, take it away.
1: Hey everybody, thanks for joining me again. And I failed to mention last week, if you ever have questions about any podcasts that you listen to, please do me a favor and go to our website, savelikedave.com. And there's a little box you can click and Type in your question. I'll be happy to answer any question as best I can. And there's no charge, of course. There never is. But I want to help you win with money. So please keep that in mind. SaveLikeDave.com All right. First of all, last week or the last podcast, we talked about the difference between a Roth IRA and a Roth 401k. Now, those were both Roths, as as the wording states. But today I'm going to separate that and talk about a traditional Roth IRA, not the Roth 401k, the Roth IRA versus the traditional IRA. And that's what most people have, the traditional IRA. All right. Now, before we get any further, I'm going to just tell you right now, you're probably going, I have no idea what Dave is talking about. Roth, traditional, pre tax, after tax, it's all Greek to me. Well, Just hang in there, and I'll try and make it a little bit more clear. However, if you take nothing else from this episode, take this. No matter your age, begin to save now for your retirement. It's so important that you do that. And as I mentioned in other podcasts, unless you know that you have a rich uncle, you have to do it yourself. You have to plan for your retirement. You have to save for your retirement. Otherwise, when you get to that fun age when you retire, you're going to just have a social security check and maybe a little bit more, and that's not going to be a fun time.
0: Yeah, more or less consistency wins the day, right? So you need to right. be consistent in your retirement saving and, and don't put it off. Procrastination, as it is with many things, mm-hmm. it can really hurt you, especially you. when it comes to your, your future. Yeah,
1: it really is. Procrastination is just that tough, tough nut. You've got to turn. You've got to say, no, I'm not going to procrastinate. I am going to win with money. And the way you're gonna win with money is change your behavior and open up a Roth IRA as soon as you can. Don't put it off, please don't. All right, now I know you do need to have a basic knowledge of the subject, but honestly, the most important thing is that issue is to start saving systematically with automatic withdrawals from your paycheck and straight into your retirement account. Now, if you're in a larger company, See your HR, and they will get it going for you. If you are self-employed or in a small company that may not have an HR person, contact a brokerage firm like Fidelity or Vanguard, and they will assist you. There are lots of others, but those are the two that I use, and I've been very pleased with how they work with you. They are very knowledgeable, but they also, I've noticed, they don't make you feel uncomfortable when you ask questions that probably to them it's like a no-brainer. But to you and to me, when I initially started, I didn't know these answers and they are very helpful. So consider them when you're ready to do this, jump in and do the Roth. Okay, let's take a minute and discuss the difference between the two IRAs. First, both are good. Neither is a bad choice for saving for retirement. So again, we're talking about a Roth IRA or a traditional IRA. They're both good. Probably though, the main difference is, is when the money is taxed. So, without getting into complete details, the traditional IRA, you can deduct contributions when you put the money into it, but the money is taxed when you withdraw it at retirement. When you make these contributions with a traditional IRA, those are taxed at the state and federal level. This will normally lower your adjusted gross income. When you take the money out at retirement, the money is taxed at your current rate. The Roth IRA, on the other hand, has no tax advantage when you put the money in. You pay the tax on the contributions. However, it is not taxed when you withdraw it at retirement. With the Roth IRA, you do not make required minimum distributions and another word they call is RMDs, and that money can go to your beneficiaries and not be taxed. Lastly, let me ask you this. Would you rather get a tax break early when the money amount is relatively small when you're putting it into the account, when you're first getting started, or when you take the money out at, say, 30 or 40 years later when your nest egg will be significantly larger?
0: Yeah. I mean that, that right there to me is the point that I think we really want to hit on because maybe you're thinking right now, well, you know, I already pay enough taxes. I'll just pay the taxes later and I'd rather get the tax break now. So I'm just going to do the traditional IRA. But what you're not thinking is, well, in those 30 to 40 years, as it's gone up in value due to whatever investments you put it in, hopefully they've gone up in value over time. Well, you're not paying taxes on any of that growth. Where with that traditional IRA, unfortunately, when you pay the taxes later, you also are paying the taxes on all the growth over right. the 30 or 40 years. Exactly. So that I think is, is the key difference there. And it's going to make a big difference in the amount of taxes you're, the overall amount of taxes you're going to pay. And not that there's anything wrong with paying taxes. Taxes do great things. But if you can pay less in taxes in a legal way, then why not do it?
1: Yeah. And I think we could probably get 100% amen on that one, right? Yeah. Okay. Let me just tell you, in my personal case, I have both accounts. And, you know, I'm old enough where when I started saving for retirement, all they had was a traditional 401k through my work. And the Roth IRA came much later, probably the last 10 years before I retired. And so I like both. Both are good, and they do have advantages, each one. And the money I take out, though, here's where it's really different. When I take it out of my traditional IRA, it is taxed at my current rate. But at my Roth IRA withdrawals are not taxed at all. Now, I know I'm probably repeating myself over and over again. But I have heard enough from others. After they listen to my podcast, they still don't get it. And I just want to make it perfectly clear. You're, You're so much further ahead if you have a Roth IRA because you don't pay tax on it when you take it out. So as an example, after 30 plus years of significant growth in both IRAs, which one do you think I prefer to pull my money out of? Here's an example for purposes of illustration. I know this might be a little bit exaggerated, but you'll get the picture. Let's say that you now have a million dollars in both accounts. After 30, 40 years of work, you put the same amount in and you withdraw it all from your traditional IRA at retirement. And if you are in the 30% tax bracket, say your federal and state taxes, and I'm just rounding it off. The actual cash to you of that $1 million is 700 Thousand dollars, right? Because you have to pay Uncle Sam, and they're getting in this example 30% or $300,000. With a Roth IRA, that same example, if you had a million dollars in your Roth, you put, if you took it out of your Roth IRA at retirement, you put the full one million dollars in your bank account, you don't get taxed on it. You just saved yourself $300,000 with a Roth IRA, and that's crazy. I mean, crazy numbers.
0: Yeah, it's a massive difference. You know, you think $300,000 that you don't have to pay in taxes, all just because you set up the right structure when you first started saving for your retirement.
1: So I know that these numbers are large and maybe not real for the average person. However, the principle is exactly the same. You know, whether you have $100,000 at retirement or you have $4 million at retirement, the principle is the same. The traditional IRA, you will pay Uncle Sam with every withdrawal. Roth IRA, you pay nothing to your uncle.
0: Yeah, such good news. And uh, and you might be thinking as well, you know, well, what should I put in these Roth IRA or or traditional IRA? On another podcast, we're going to go into more detail. But more or less, what we recommend is an index fund or something right. that invests in the entire stock market rather than, you know, an individual company. Because if one individual company does well, well, you know, that's great. But if it does poorly, then you don't have anything to fall back on. Where if you invest in the entire market, you know, the market's proven to go up consistently over many decades, not year after year, but decade after decade, it's shown to go go up.
1: Yeah. And I will get into more of that in detail uh, in in a future podcast. But I've done both. I've invested in individual stocks. And over the last 30 years, I've probably had, I don't know, 40 or 50 stocks that I've bought. And I've probably sold out of those 40 or 50. You know, I've had them from, say, one to 10 or 20 years even. And I'm, I probably have about 10 individual stocks now. And uh, I've had winners. I've had losers. As Nate mentioned, for most people, and I think for me too now as an older person, a better plan would be just putting in like a S&P 500 account, an index fund, they call it. It's easier, safer, you don't have to worry about it. It it tracks with what the stock market is doing and you're going to get a really good return.
0: Yeah, exactly. And unless you're a full-time trader where you have inside information or maybe you understand a company more or you just want to gamble a little bit, you're probably better off just picking the entire stock market because the way I like to look at it is if you don't have any additional knowledge, what makes you think you're going to beat someone else who who is more talented or understands the market better than you do? Right.
1: And, uh, you know, just to add on to that, you know, everybody knows about uh, Apple and Microsoft, Amazon, Tesla, and they think, oh, man, I want to be a part of that. You know, that sounds exciting. And it is. And, you know, if you have, if you truly have extra money, you want to take a little chance, you know, in a startup type company, some of those are not startups anymore, but yeah, maybe you could put a little money in. But honestly, for most people, don't even worry about that. Just put it in these mutual funds. And, you know, to be honest with you, these mutual funds, like an S&P 500 index fund, they actually have Amazon and Apple and Microsoft and Tesla in them. So you are owning part of that company. You're just owning it in a mutual fund.
0: Yep, exactly. And the main thing is you don't take it out. You put it in, you don't take it out. That's so right. You're playing for the long game. That is as you can tell by 21 episodes in that uh, we really recommend that you are playing for the long game. You're you're playing for the future and you're putting off now to enjoy your life more later. So, we hope you understand at least a little bit the difference between a Roth IRA and a traditional IRA and why Dave recommends that Roth IRA, but what are the three points we want to emphasize today, Dave?
1: Okay, we do have three points, but I'm actually going to go on another little rabbit hole because I got to tell you this. I have a friend that I worked with for ten years, and this uh, I left the company when I retired in 2006. He was probably 40 at the time, and he had uh, his money in his retirement. And back in uh, 2007 eight, the stock market really cratered, and he got nervous. He took all of his money out, and he says, "I just I just, I'm afraid I'm going to lose all my money. And so I don't know how much he had, but he took it all out. Well, guess what? 2007, 2008 was horrible. Everybody's money went down 20, 30, 40, even 50%, depending on where you had invested. However, over the next, uh, from say 2008 to 2020, guess what? Those 12 years were crazy good and you made all your money back plus. So what I'm saying is just just like what Nate said Leave it in, even during difficult times. Leave it in until you really are ready to take it out at retirement.
0: That's a pretty sad story, but unfortunately, I think that's a story of many people. Yep. When times get tough, they they get scared. They and get so, scared. Yep. So you have to you have to think logically.
1: You got to trust your gut and and don't touch it. Save it for retirement. You'll be glad you did. Okay, as Nate said, I'm going to emphasize three points that I want to finish this podcast with, and here they are. If you're confused on what IRA is best for you, you can get advice online or from many other sources on what's best for you. But the main thing is to do something and open up one of them today if you have not already done so. If you've already done it, fantastic. If you can put a little more in, put a little more in. But when I'm talking to people today, I know most have not started that. All right, the second thing is by far. My favorite thing is a Roth IRA, and I would 100% recommend this. Now, if you've listened to my first podcast, you know I started with nothing, and I was a good saver, and I ended up doing pretty well. And you can, too, if you become a systematic saver and put your money in a Roth IRA. Is there anyone who likes paying taxes to the IRS? Seriously, really, is there anyone? I doubt it. I doubt it, too. Roth IRA, you don't pay Uncle Sam the taxes. Lastly, I always give three points to emphasize, but today I'm doubling down on my first point. <laughs> I like that. And that is to do something about saving for retirement. Do it today. Please start saving for retirement. You'll thank me later. I promise.
0: All right. And we want you to take action. So how can how can you do that? Dave has hit on it's time for you to take action. But what do we want to leave the listener with?
1: Sure. What it is, and we've talked about this in probably too much, but It's 80% behavior, 20% knowledge. So if you're not getting it, it just IRAs, just they kind of like, I'm all, I don't understand. Just the main thing is make a decision to go see your HR person and open up an IRA, get started and save for retirement. So today I'm asking you to take charge of that 80% factor and open up an IRA. Please don't wait another day. This is the hardest part for most people. And if it is true for you, I'm here for you. Please go to our website, savelikedave.com, and email any questions you may have, and I will personally get back to you. I'm here to help you win with money.
0: So that wraps up today's episode. Maybe you've said, why should I sacrifice now to save for retirement? I want to live for today. I'm working hard now, and I will have enough with Social Security and Medicare when I retire. So you know what? I don't need to plan for today. Well, those two government programs will cover most of my expenses and I should be just fine, is perhaps what you think. In the next podcast, Dave will be sharing why that and other retirement myths need to be examined more carefully so that you will have the retirement you really want. So Dave, go ahead and end with today's proverb.
1: All right. Another proverb. Listen carefully. This one's a good one. Proverbs 21:20 20 says Precious treasure and oil are in a wise man's dwelling but a foolish man devours it